Hello, wonderful people! You're listening to The Self-Care Space with your host, me, Darian MacDonald. I'm a first-year student at Mount Royal University taking broadcast media studies, and I'm a self-proclaimed self-care connoisseur. I hope you're all having a good day, and if not, well, maybe this is the right place for you, because maybe I can help you change your mood around and bring your day back up to a good day. Welcome to the second episode of The Self-Care Space. Today, I'll be interviewing the lovely Kim DeShane. We'll be talking all about DeShane's experiences and advice about self-care and mental health. Kim DeShane is an inspirational speaker and certified integrative health coach. She studied at Nickerson Institute of Integrative Health Training and has since been advocating mental health, teaching adult wellness, and running her own business, Heal With Kim where she provides many services ranging from workshops to coaching to energy healing, all at the Take Care Therapy Center in Bonneville, Alberta, Canada. You can find her at her website, healwithkim.ca, or on her Facebook under the name Kim DeShane. I can't wait, so let's hop right in. Hello, Kim DeShane. Welcome to the self-care space. We're so happy to have you here with us. Uh, is it all right if I call you Kim? Absolutely. Okay. So my first question is, what drew you into becoming a health coach? Yeah, that's a great question. So when about 15 years ago, I started suffering with depression and anxiety. And I also completely burnt out at that time was a teacher in a classroom. And so I struggled for about five years um, to the point where I had suicidal thoughts. And yeah, I just, I was not in a very good place. So I slowly though started looking after myself and I really started putting myself as priority. I was, you know, seeing a psychologist, psychiatrist, on meds, oh I started doing energy healing, and you know, slowly one night, to feel better. she was and having a panic attack, and I was just sitting with her, helping her through it, and I just had this voice come to me, and it said, this is why you had to go through what you did, so that you can help her and help others heal, and so that kind of shifted my whole life trajectory, and I then became an energy healer because that had helped me so much. I opened up my own business and I started seeing people. But what happened was that people started, you know, they came to me for energy healing, but they also wanted to share their stories, their struggles, and they wanted advice. And so I then became an integrative mental health coach. And so then I could help giving the, you know, give them really strong strategies that could help them. And from there, once I really started working with people, especially people who are kind of in a deep, dark cave that I had used to be in, I really started thinking about prevention. And, you know, what if we could prevent overwhelm and burnout and depression? And I truly believe about 80% of it, we can prevent it. And so that has become my mission now is to prevent, help people prevent overwhelm, burnout, and so that we can just be healthier, happier, we can be wealthier, 
And we can focus then on not just, we focus then on our mind, body, and spirit as one and really look at that healing process as a priority in our life and not as an afterthought to all what stress actually can cause within our body. So that's really where it all came from and what makes me go forward. Awesome, thank you. All right, next question I have for you is, how long did you study at Nickerson Institute of Integrative Health Training and what was the study like? What did it involve? Okay, so that was a four month course and we took, it's very, and it'll kind of connect with what I'd said before that it is all about mind, body, spirit in mm -hmm. that there is no separation. And the reason I chose that was because it was specific to mental health and I didn't want to become um, a life coach, which is uh is just a little bit slightly different in what they focus on, right? My focus has always been mental health, but the mental health part of it through that college talked about how important it is that we look after our body, we look after our emotions, and that we look after ourselves spiritually so that they can all work together um, to keep us healing mentally. And so, yeah, we talked about uh, the elderly, and depression we talked about how to how to actually have people come up with their own solutions because a lot of times if you come in and you see someone and you're struggling mentally and you give them a piece of paper and say okay try these 20 different things they're going to crumple up that piece of paper and say no so what i was taught to do was how to talk to people how to give them strategies that they're willing to try mm -hmm. And how can I give them those strategies within their day? Because a lot of times people are like, I have no time to do this. So then we'll go through, we'll make a plan, we'll figure out for their life what is best for them. And for me, that's really important because then they're actually going to take steps to feeling better because we can make it work within their life. So for those reasons, um, yeah, it was an amazing course and an amazing place to go for mental health training. That's awesome. Uh, kind of adding on to that, do you have any other advice that you would give people who are feeling mentally unwell? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I really, when I had said that I feel that it's preventable, um, I really believe that, you know, it's our society that is causing a lot of our anxiety, our depression, because we have many expectations put on us. We judge ourselves and we judge others and all of those things cause stress. And then that stress is what then causes the pain, whether it's mentally or physically or emotionally. And so my first thing always is for everyone, even if you're not struggling mentally, is that we need to start slowing down our minds, our brains, so that we can be in the moment. And so the big word is mindfulness, but you know, it really is just being able to be in the moment for even one minute a day, breathing, listening to a guided meditation, because what happens is because our minds are going so crazy with all of the stress in our life, we can't make the choices that we necessarily want to make. And we're also not listening to our body when it says, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I have a little bit of pain. You should look after me. 
And we're like, nope, nope, too busy. Got to keep going, got to keep going. And then that's when we start to burn out and get overwhelmed. And so instead, we need to just take that minute to breathe, to let our mind slow down so we can hear what it's saying. Because it might be saying, yeah, I'm in pain. I need help. And you'll be like, oh, okay, I need to get help. And so, you know, that is number one for me is just slowing down our brain. After that, once we can kind of slow down our brain, I always then go to kind of the heart and we choose compassion for ourselves and for others. And when we choose compassion for ourselves, we put ourselves first. And, you know, we say it over and over again, but we have to have a full bucket. You know, we have to feel full and energetic so that we can help others so that we can care for other people in our life. But if we don't look after ourselves, we cannot make the impact in the life that we want. So it's really about showing yourself compassion and kindness. And then from there, once you can do that, then you can show it to others. And, you know, kindness for mental health is so strong that actually when we're kind to someone, it releases the hormone oxytocin which is released when we give a hug to someone. And so actually by being kind, which can be a smiling at someone, opening a door for someone, actually helps our physiological mental health in our brain. So, you know, those are probably my most important things that I really encourage people to do. Okay, great. How do you recognize burnout and what do you do to come back from it? Yeah. So first of all, you know, it's, are you sleeping? Because a lot of times when we start to get burnt out our sleep, we don't sleep because we're so overly exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um, Are we getting irritable way, you know, more often? Are we dreading what we're doing? Like, you know, for me, when I knew I had to stop teaching when I was getting burnt out, like I would literally feel sick to my stomach when I would drive up to the school. And I knew that was a sign saying, oh, something's not right here. Um, Not being able to focus, right? Feeling that complete exhaustion of not being able to, you know, move forward, try anything. And then when we start like, oh, I don't even want to go out with my friends anymore. When we start not doing the stuff we really do love, then it's like, okay, I need to start looking at what am I doing? And so the first step is, that's slowing down your brain and then setting up some boundaries, right? If it's a, if we're getting burnt out at work, it's talking to our boss. It's talking to our team. It's being honest about how we are feeling because guess what? If you're feeling that way, there's probably, you know, 75% of the other people feeling the same way as you. So then maybe it's saying no to certain activities. Maybe it's deciding, um, trying, you know, maybe we need to shift within our team and try doing some different things. We need to share the load. And I really believe so strongly that it's so important to talk about it, right? And it doesn't have to necessarily always be asking for help, but if we can brainstorm with other people, it can really help get that validation of like, yeah, I get how you're feeling and how can we work together to make this feel better? So those are a few examples. Uh, What do you think is the biggest obstacle in regards to mental health? I would say definitely the stigma. 
that Mm -hmm. if I say that I'm not feeling mentally strong, people are going to think I'm weak. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to lose my job. And, you know, I just feel like the more people that tell their story, though, the more we figure out that, oh, yeah, I feel that way. And I feel that way. And I feel that way. And that honestly, um, mental health and is we all struggle with some kind of mental problem. Maybe it's not a diagnosed problem, but we all have stress. We all feel overwhelmed. And so I really believe that, you know, we still need to talk more and more about it so that, you know, we start releasing that stigma more. Awesome. Do you have any final closing remarks? Um, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, be kind to yourself. <laughs> we are all struggling and especially right now during COVID every single person is being impacted by this. And so it's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel mad, to feel sad, to feel depressed, right? What we wanna do is feel those feelings and then just figure out one small step to moving forward. Whether that's getting up and having a shower, whether that is phoning a friend, you know, whether that is reaching out to help someone else. But, you know, it's just those small, small steps that will move us forward. So, yeah, embrace yourself, embrace your feelings, and show yourself compassion. Okay. Thank you so much for being here today with us in the self-care space and sharing your thoughts. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Stay safe and take care. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Okay, well, I hope you all heard some helpful advice and interesting thoughts. Remember to take care of yourself, and it's never shameful to ask for help. That is all for me. Goodbye and farewell. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I would also like to give credit to the creator of the opening and closing music. The track is Relax Your Mind, 8-Hour Stress Relief copyright free music by Ruesh Sounds. Music provided by copyright free music by Ruesh Sounds. Uh, You can find them on YouTube if you would like to listen to them more.